0: Welcome to another edition of Talking with Kevin and Son. This is a very, very special episode. Um, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, whenever whatever your objective is, successful people create a framework around their day-to-day lives that enhances their life. This podcast will reveal the secrets of highly effective people. Um, today's guest will share simple and doable steps as to how they turn bad habits into good, Mastering small behaviors that led them to big outcomes. I want to welcome you to a special edition of Talking with Kevin and Learning About the Secrets to Highly Effective uh, People. I know you heard me say that um, this world and, our, and where, where we're going right now has to become personal. After the lockdown and COVID, we needed to have real uh, connections with human beings going forward. Human connections makes us feel heard, understood, and gives us a sense of belonging. Personally, I love people. I've got this weird connection with trying to put people together, and I love being around successful people. That is why I started this podcast to help other people every day, which is why, because um, that's the way I was taught by my grandparents. Today, I am placing some very special people back into another um, very special place. Two years ago, my guest, Dr. Monique Wells, she is the the founder of Wells International um, Foundation. Um, I I will tell you, when I first met her, I was nervous can be, Okay. I couldn't remember her name. I couldn't say Monique. Um, I couldn't say Wells, because I'm a Southern boy. I forgot to ask her for permission Um, because all I can remember, call a doctor, call a doctor, call a doctor. doctor. Dr. Wells, um, she's a hero. Um, She has done so much. She is a dream maker, and she is a connector of of people. She is a steward, and she has a legacy for bringing people together, and she has a high call to action. Um, She hails from um, Houston, Texas. I almost said Dallas. Um, She now lives in Paris, France. I won't put you in Dallas. Don't worry about it. Through uh, her, her entrepreneurship, um, she is a um, veterinarian, pathologist, and toxi- uh, toxicologist. She is also a well-traveled professional. She is a writer. She is a speaker, a mentor, a good friend of mine. She embraces and harnesses the power of education, and she changed lives. She is the change that the world needs to see. She. We are also joined by her good friend, um, Deborah uh, Harlow. Deborah is connected to the Wells International Foundation. She is also a legacy of communication, I think, psychology and uh, sociology. Uh, she's an educator. She is a caregiver. Uh, she's just a, a good person. We'll learn today how um, the two connect. But the reason why we brought Dr. Wells on is for two reasons, and I want you to stick around to hear both. You've heard me say that um, my surrounding uh, circle of friends are people that don't drive by an accident, they stop to help. You've also, if you listen to any of my podcasts, this is a long introduction, you've heard me uh, also ask, what is their ask? If you had one dream that will come true, what would that be? And I always said, ask big. I've had two people, four people actually, on this show that someone, stranger, has come through and granted someone of their dreams. Dr. Well happens to be the giver of two of those dreams. We'll, we'll be talking about that and we'll be talking about how she's making dreams come true. I wanna welcome my guests, Dr. Monique Wells, Dr. Monique Y. Wells, uh, founder of the Wells International Foundation and her teammate and family and friends, Deborah Harlow. Welcome to Talking With Kevin and Son. How you doing?
1: Doing fantastic. Thank you so much. Yes, what a fantastic intro.
0: Well, uh, you you know something, um, intros for podcasts are always supposed to be um, three minutes long because otherwise you lose your interest. But I'm going to tell you, people are going to stick around because they're going to want to know why um, you came on this show. And matter of fact, I don't even remember how how we connected. So hopefully you'll you'll remind me because um, Deborah <laughs> asked me that earlier, and I said I honestly don't know. I live with a TBI, so my memory is only in the present. But okay. um, you you've helped uh, technically' it's three people because two of them are partners. and um one I I, I want to say, remind me how do we meet?
1: I'm trying to remember myself. I know that it was, I think actually it was Danielle and Tori who introduced me to you, and I think you were having a, a podcast with them, and you invited me to be an, a surprise guest on okay. that show. If uh, I remember correctly.
0: Now I, I remember. And what, what had happened is that I had met you through Clubhouse. Now I remember. I had met you, someone had referred me and I had already interviewed you. And then when I brought Danielle and um Tori on, I brought you in because they they were just launching a book and they were doing something in Brooklyn. And I brought you in. I remember. Okay. So okay. I just needed a cue, Deborah. That's all I needed. <laughs> all right. Deborah, See, that's why I...
2: we do things in community. Because if we were left to under ourselves to figure it out, we'd all be floating around.
0: <laughs> all right, um, Dr. Wells. And if you don't mind, I'm a Southern boy. I'm going to ask for both of you to have permission to call you by your first name. Do I have your permission to call you Monique? And that's and fine. Deborah, do I have your permission? Yes. All right. You're in Southern California, Dr. Wells, and the Wells Foundation is in Paris, France. That's you're home. How did you guys connect? What's the story behind the hey two Deb, of you Hey Deb, I'll let
1: you tell that story. Oh, and uh, let me say this too. Um, the Wells International Foundation is domiciled in Houston, Texas. We are uh, a US nonprofit, but I live in Paris, France, and I run the organization from Paris. So go ahead Deb.
2: Yes, uh, Monique and I, uh, years ago, just about over a decade now, uh we were in a community like a training community training entrepreneurial course and i worked for that organization and uh as anyone can testify in seeing monique and getting to know her you immediately fall in love with her and want to get to know her and want to spend time with her and so we started connecting in the community and formed a very quick kindred connection And then when Monique moved forward with all of the beautiful things she was doing in the world, she had this audacious legacy goal to launch a nonprofit. And so she dropped me an email and said, want to come to play with me? And I said, yeah, let's figure it out together. And the rest is history. So we've been together doing this since day one of the nonprofit coming together.
0: Yeah. All right. And it's been a
2: beautiful, beautiful time. Yes.
0: All right. For our listeners that are meeting you for the first time and some of us that are meeting you uh, again and have lived with um, your story, um, can you bring us up to to date? Tell us a little bit about um, the Wells Foundation and all the wonderful things you guys are doing. And um, we'll tap in on, you know, why you helped um, two of my guests and we, we want to know what you're doing going forward now, because you've got some wonderful things you're doing with young men and travel. So tell us about the Wells foundation.
1: Okay. So we are, we're eight years old. So we were founded in Houston, as I said, in 2015, October 1st to be exact. So we are a little bit, we're eight years old and marching toward our ninth birthday. And we have, six strategic focus areas. When I founded this nonprofit, I decided to wrap all of my personal and professional passions into it. And so um, the first time that I was on talking with Kevin and Sun, and I still haven't met Sun, I'll say, um, we talked about STEAM education. So this is one of the strategic focus areas. I call them SFAs. And I call the Wells International Foundation WIF, W-I-F for short. So STEAM education, we have a program called the Youth Veterinarian Initiative. And our mission is twofold. One is to expose black and brown youth, black and Latinx youth in the United States to the field of veterinary medicine to encourage them to consider going into veterinary medicine or some other animal oriented field if they have a, a liking for animals and if they like science and math. It's something that our young, our youth um, often do not have the idea of because they don't see people who look like them in the profession. All right, so our first goal is to expose them to the idea that yes, you can become a veterinarian or you can become a vet tech or you can become some other animal oriented professional. And the second uh, fork of our goal is to show them, to introduce them to people who actually look like them and who are doing the work. And so um, when Danielle Corbin and, Dr. Tori Ellis were on,
0: huh? Oh, go ahead, all right, go ahead.
1: When they were on, um, they were part of, they became a part of our Youth Veterinarian Initiative, and and that's why it was exciting for me to be a surprise guest when you had them on, because they have been instrumental from virtually day one of the Youth Veterinarian Initiative.
0: Uh, And uh, you're being very, very modest. You, you have actually both Danielle and Tori are two people that are working in, I think, Brooklyn um, in the education system. And they're teaching middle schoolers um, this light lifestyle. And this is something that, you know, and, until you guys brought it up, until I seen the two black vets that are on the Discovery Channel, I I've never seen a black veterinarian, period. Mm-hmm. Precisely. I've never seen I've never seen a black assistant. In, in in the office and i'm a dog lover matter of fact i'm going to ask you something i i adopted and fell in love with a uh, a deaf dog and um is by far the most loving dog and i have a doctor here that we are trying to find a veterinarian that will experiment to get give her hearing i have um they've donated to i think it's copio implants for my dog
1: cochlear but,
0: Cochlea, Yeah, but we have not found uh, a veterinarian that's willing to do the surgery or has success oh in it. So, um, maybe if someone in your social circle, maybe that's a story that we we're, we're, we're telling um going through.
3: But not That'll only did you
0: around. Yeah, but not only did you um come and help um develop and gave uh, assistance to Danielle and Tori, Um Miss um Chambers. Um, Chandler. Chaltrice
1: Chandler. Yeah. Uh,
0: Tre- yeah. Um, another person that um, we introduced you and and we brought you on and we ambushed. Um, uh, I call it Mike Shell on the show, and you also. um you, you also did a little something for her.
1: Yes. So Shell is among many 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 things. She is a children's book author. She wrote a book called Kelsey One Hundred. And that book is, it's written for kids, like kindergarten to grade three, I would say. So, you know, young, young, young students. And this book is about an eight-year-old girl, an eight-year-old African-American girl who is learning to save money. So this is a book about financial literacy, but she is saving her money so that she can build a zoo. And so the zoo part fits right into, the Youth Veterinarian Initiative, well, our STEAM Education um, SFA, the Youth Veterinarian Initiative. And I'm just very proud to say that just last week, Shal read her book to a group of students that Dr. Tori is um, teaching. Uh, and she's teaching a course, an after-school course on veterinary medicine and financial literacy. So I was able to just very serendipitously bring Shal into the story that um, Danielle and Tori are building for this um, youth-focused program to expose kids to vet med and also to expose them to the idea of being financially literate. And so, oh, God, and there's Dr. T right there.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my
2: God! It's I'm history. starting to it's understand routine. how Kevin functions. There's a little surprise. <laughs> <gifts> <laughs> up, up. <laughs> um,
0: yes, yes. Now you know how how I work. <laughs> I, I've, all, I've always had have have a plan. And while we're working for Doctor um, Corey Ellis to um to come on camera, um, Deborah, when you hear stories about um, Monique and some of the things that she's done now this is a person and i always say that you know we have people that that help in the background that never get re- recognition and we never hear their stories of of their good deeds and a goodwill until we're standing o- over a box and one of the things i wanted to make sure is that th- this story had to be told in real time so deborah when you hear stories like this um how does that make you feel being part of this team
2: It's the reason why I get up and do what I do every day. It's the reason why we come together. I mean, Monique and I believe in having a living legacy, that you don't want all of the goodness and all of the relationships and all the currency that you're putting out into the world to only be seen and felt after you're long gone, like you said, in a box. So everything that we do is a living legacy where we can feel the ripple today and for generations beyond. And being part of that is monumental. It is my legacy work. I'm also a caregiver and a mother, and I want to know that I'm making the world the best that I can possibly collaborate to do. And so that's why, you know, anytime Monique asks, I say yes.
0: All right. So ladies and gentlemen, before I bring Dr. Um, Corey Wells on and find out why she's here here today, I want to go ahead and um, make sure that for those of you guys who are listening, and those of you guys are that are curious or have a son or daughter that's interested in veterinary medicine, Dr. Wells or uh, Deborah, how do how does someone contact you?
1: Well, you can write to me. Certainly if you're um, interested in veterinary medicine, you should write to me at Wells at Wells International Foundation. Say that again, Wells, W-E-L-L-S at Wells International dot org. um, And just express yourself. Tell me what it is that you're interested in, and we'll see what we can do. We'll get busy. Um, Generally speaking, uh, to contact the organization, you'll reach Deb, who is the right side of my body, um, when it comes to the Wells International Foundation, and you can reach her at support at org. All
0: right. So for those of you that are Getting a chance to see this for the very first time, Dr. Tori Ellis has just popped in. And I'm going to give you a little background. The first time that um, I uh, met Dr. Tori uh, Ellis, Tori, uh, is with her partner, um, Danielle Colvin. They're both educators. She has a master's degree. I don't remember the, all the letters behind it, but I will tell you. Um, before we logged on, I was telling you a story about you know, the first time I had to go solo and, and do this, my son is a chef. That's the reason why um, we keep the name because I'm hoping he'll comes back. But his hours and the, our recording hours are different. So I keep the seat warm over here. There's a seat right beside me for my son, Bill. Um, we did their whole entire interview. I think it was 35, 40 minutes of the interview. And I was in a panic state. I was brand new. And, and this is the, the nice thing about people giving you a chance. We all start from the same place. How do you get your experience? Someone gives you a chance. Both Dr. Ellis and as well as Deborah and Tori and Danielle gave me a chance. And guess what? I did their whole interview and forgot to hit record. We had to go back and I had to set it up. I had to figure out how to do it. Now, the funny thing is Dr. Ellis and um, Danielle had a couple glasses of wine. It came back, and that was the best freaking interview I've ever had. What I'm doing today is the same thing I did to Danielle and Tori. I brought Dr. Ellis in after we had started the interview, and I think Tori wants to say a little bit of something to you, Dr. Ellis.
3: Hi, everyone. Um, If you do hear a little person behind me, my two-year-old is here. She might bust through the door shortly. But I came in um, because I heard that... This podcast was going to be giving flowers to um, an amazing woman, and I wanted to come on and give flowers where flowers are due. Um, Dr. Wells has been not only a mentor to myself but also Danielle Corbin, um, over the past whew, two like, years, okay. two and a half years. Two years, years now, right? Yes, and um, from the very beginning, she has been a light. Um, definitely has opened up her arms and her doors with just a ton of information, but also, you know, pouring into us as well. And over that time span, we have all grown. And now we um, have collaborated with Dr. Wells and have programming in schools teaching the kids veterinary medicine. So um, I just had Dr. Wells on a call with one of my third and fourth grade classes just last week. And we was talking about veterinary medicine and financial literacy. And the week before that, I believe we did the owl pellet dissection. So we have a ton of different things in store that is coming, but, you know, Danielle couldn't be here. So I'm here on behalf of the two of us to say thank you, Dr. Wells, for being as amazing, as beautiful inside and both out. Thank you for always believing in us the way that you believe in all the people that you are touching and constantly you know, advocating for and providing a space for so they can thrive. And it's so many great things that you are destined for and so many great things that we're working on and we're here to push your mission as much as possible. So the WIF Foundation is just not going to be the small or just here. You're going to see it worldwide
1: and we know that. So yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dr. T, Dr. T. Oh my God, what a wonderful surprise.
0: See, see, okay. th- th- this, this is love. When, when I say that um, um, surround yourself with, with people that are like-minded people, the people that I know in my circle, they don't drive by an accident. They stop and help. And for Dr. Wells um, and the Wells Foundation to meet a total stranger and to be life-changing um, for, for someone, this is the reason why we need to back. Uh, the Wells foundation. This is the reason why if you reach out to Dr. Wells um, get on her mailing list, when she asks to donate, I don't care if it's $5. I don't care if it's 10. If you got it, do it because what good is having money? If your money is not doing good things for it. All right. Mm -hmm. So support the Wells foundation. Um, Dr. Wells is also, she's, um, expanding. I don't know if Deborah wants to talk about it or Dr. Wells, you want to introduce it, but now you are introducing something that I personally, after my uh, football career had ended and my life, my new life had begun. I was part of a program that was called the very best of Nestle's Nestle's took ex athletes and they put them in inner city. um, I would tell you poor communities of kids and they gave us funding. They uh, aligned with an uh, airline and we were able to go in and develop um, a group of young kids, and I think it was uh, six uh, pods that they had. One was Seattle, uh, Atlanta. I had Detroit, and there's some others. And then after so many, so many uh, months, we had the kids travel to the other um, parts of the uh, the pod. One of the things I learned as a pre- uh, athlete. Um, college athlete, high school athlete. Is that I would have never known anything outside of my neighborhood if it had not been for the gift to travel. And Dr. Wells and the Wells Foundation is starting a new initiative, and I'm going to let you explain it because I, I I don't think I can do it justice. But I am so freaking excited, and that's not the word I want to use, but I'm going to use it because I don't want um, YouTube or anyone to cancel me or edit me. But go ahead, you know, <laughs> fill in the gap.
1: Okay. So I was saying earlier that the Wells International Foundation or WIF has six strategic focus areas. And I talked about STEAM education in relation to Dr. T and Danielle. So another one of our strategic focus areas is travel and study abroad. And for the past two years, we've been working with an organization out of Bowie, Maryland called Going Global with Barbara. And we have been doing the the Going Global with Barbara um, International Youth Leadership Program, okay? And that program, the mission for that program is to bring underserved African-American youth to Paris to introduce the idea that they could actually get a four-year college education abroad, all right? So we've done four trips, April and November of 2022, April and November of 2023, and we have an April 2024 trip being planned right now. Over the course of this time, um, Barbara, Barbara Eubanks is the founder and president of Going Global with Barbara. She has had a lot of difficulty finding young men, young teens, I should say that the the students who are coming are teenagers, they are high school students. So she's had difficulty getting teens into her programs. And I, as a travel professional since 1999, and working with study abroad groups since 1999, can count the number of young black men who have Traveled with these various study abroad groups um, over this the course of this time, I can count them on my hands and feet, all right? This is in contrast to young African-American women who are all over, travel, and study abroad. They are always present. The young Black men are, are largely absent. And so we are getting ready to launch, if you will, hesitate to say investigation. That's probably a little bit too clinical of a word but we want to explore why this phenomenon exists. And so on March 27th of 2024, that's a Wednesday evening, evening, 7 p.m. Eastern time, we are going to host, we're going to co-host a panel discussion on why black male youth should pursue international travel and study abroad. And we're going to have two moderators um, who are I won't say older, they'll be older than the the teens for sure, but not old like me, right? Um, They are gonna moderate and we're gonna have four to five panelists who are young men, so in their early 20s, late teens, early 20s, who have done international travel and who are going to tell their stories about what they have experienced when they left the United States and went somewhere abroad across, across the ocean, okay? Um, and we're going to then let the young men who are going to invite to this panel discussion, it'll be online, it'll be on Zoom, Um, we're going to invite them, we're going to invite their parents, we're going to invite the management of organizations that cater to these young men, we're going to invite all of them to come to this panel discussion and tell us what it is about international travel that what it is that is preventing them from taking that step forward, and we're going to study all of that information, and we're really going to try to make this um, international travel opportunity more appealing. Find out what the barriers may be, and get to work on on breaking those things down.
0: Oh, Miss Miss Wells, I could save save you the whole um, thing of doing doing that re- research. Is that you got to be connected to to the right group group of people. You know, um, the one thing about um, young Black men is they don't know they they have these options. All they know is what has been told in the neighborhoods and so forth. Um, Spoke at Central State University, October um, 13, 2023. Um, One out of every three Black men or young men that attend um, a historically Black college normally drops out after the first semester or first quarter. Reasons unknown. It could be finances. It could be, um, you know, lack of, um, you know, being intimidated by education. But I do know, traveling, when you see the world, it opens up your eyes, it opens up your ears in a conversation. I deal with a, um, a, a lot of young, um, melanated people here in the Philadelphia area that I can open those doors all day long. There are people that are are, are thriving and trying to reach these kids, keeping them off the street. I can get you some kids. I can get you some young men. All right. right. All so, right. um, you know, what? remember what I said? Use me. I don't always have to donate, but use me. I'm connected. And I, I will tell you, there, there is a young man that I'm associated with, with his friends, that he is one of the superstars in NBA, and he's all about the children. All about the children. I don't even have to mention his name. Pick one. Go five fingers, and I'm going to tell you the first three names, his name is going to pop up. All right. As oh soon as soon, soon as the interview is going is is um uh we're we're done, I'm going to call out Willie McGee, all right, and Willie McGee, I don't have to tell you who who he's connected to, all right, but you can watch his do- documentary, all right, and I will guarantee you we will get you some young men that have some potential oh that will do this.
1: Oh my goodness! All right, okay. all you got to
0: do is okay. ask Dr. Wells. I know a lot of poor black men, all right, that need a dream.
1: Okay. All okay. right. We
0: will make this dream come true. Okay. All right.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it.
0: I'm still gonna send you a check, but I'm I'm gonna help you. Okay.
1: <laughs> 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 I love it all. I love it all. I'm gathering it all. Oh my yeah.
0: god. Uh Deborah, the biggest thing in, in, in the black community is that we don't know our options. We just know what, what has been told into communities and so forth. When you're having children um, that ha- that are having children way too early, when you're having sing- single mothers trying to be mom and dad, the reality is you can't be dad. The only way uh, a young man can, can see the world of dad shows him the way. You know, it wasn't you know in, in tribal years that the men took the men the men out to the woods and brought brought the boys out and brought them back as men. We need to continue to do that. We do not have to be genetically hold it in order to be part of a a young man's life we just need to provide them with hope helping other people every day and that's the reason why i do this podcast it's the reason why i stay connected um to dr wells and i will stay connected um um to you deborah especially since you're here in the united states but we're going to make this dream happen dr wells um how do we get in touch with you i'm going to ask deborah deborah how, how do people get in touch with you
2: Uh, Well, we did share earlier. You can go to the website, which is wellsinternationalfoundation.org. If you want to send a direct email to Monique, it's wells, W-E-L-L-S, at wellsinternationalfoundation.org. You can reach me at support at wellsinternationalfoundation.org. We are also active on social media so uh, if you are on linkedin you can find the wells international foundation and us connected as teammates there also on instagram and facebook and on twitter um and if you even have the slightest amount of curiosity about what we do how it might support you who you might know uh please reach out i also am a connector of individuals and ideas and dreams monique is too We probably either know the thing that you might be looking for or know someone who does. And so we would love to hear from you, even if it seems like it might not be connected. Um, Because at the end of the day, we believe in interconnectedness. And, And so the more that we reach out, the more that we have these conversations, we can start to see what's possible. And one of the foundational pieces that we believe in as individuals, as well as in the foundation, is creating a new culture, a new way. Because the communities that we are in service to have been held back by systemic harm. And so we're looking to create a culture that elevates every opportunity, elevates the ability to say, I didn't know I had an option to do that. That's why I never thought I could ask for it. And so we appreciate having these conversations because our goal is to be able to create that culture, to create a way that each of us who say yes, that we can move forward and be that living legacy.
0: All right. And to corporations out there, there are a lot of you that are pretending to be uh, generous, and I'm going to call call you out, AT&T, Walmart, um, Target, United Airlines, you pick one, um, Fidelity, National Bank, Wells Far- Fargo, um, smith klein or whatever the case may be out there you pretend to be generous and wanting to give back and dei and all this other great stuff this is an opportunity for you to be part of something that's going to make a difference in a young person's life don't look for the return in investment as far as your bank account look forward in return an in investment as far as what you do for humanity so if you're an yes. airline And I will tell you, I personally have a contact with someone at United Airlines that I'm going to send this to and say, step up and make sure that their Paris flight, these kids don't have to pay for it. And we will run commercials all day long with these kids promoting United Airlines. You're trying to get pilots to come in, black pilots, because you have a shortage. Let's populate this world with some good people that will give back to United Airlines. So you other airlines that I, I don't have relationships with, you need to reach out. How do we get in touch with you, Dr. Wells?
1: You can write to me at wells at wellsinternationalfoundation.org. And I have to say this about United Airlines. I'm, it's so serendipitous that you brought up United Airlines because one of our board members, Anthony Fleet, is a, an employee of United Airlines. He's actually the hub communi, um, communications director of the hub at Newark International Airport. And United Airlines has supported the Wells International Foundation and Anthony is going to be asking them to support us again with regard to this particular program. Um, I'm proud to say that United gave the Wells International Foundation $25,000 last year, um, unrestricted funds, just because they are behind, and because what Anthony has told them about what we're doing, and because Anthony is um, part of our organization and believes in our organization and is actually one of the moderators for our panel discussion that's going to be held on March 27th. So yes, please tell your United contact to reach out to me. I will put him in contact with Anthony. We can get this thing churning. We can get all right. it churning.
0: And for I all am other
1: going airlines, Please take take note.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's the reason why and that's the reason why I highlighted um uh, United Airlines because I know the backstory of what they're doing, but I will say United Airlines, shame on you for only giving twenty-five thousand dollars. You can give a six-figure um um um, I won't say donation or support to this. Shame on you. All right, it doesn't make a difference the color of the skin. You you have given more money and i will tell you at t united airlines wells Fargo, all these to political campaigns that basically pour pour your money down into an empty hole that's not doing anything now you can feel good about what you're doing all right i don't mean to go political on you but i'm going to tell you i got a whole list of um professional organizations that are giving handouts but they're not giving a hand and that's what we're looking for we're looking for Mm -hmm. some someone to give support both black, white, and there's a lot of black businesses that don't know this story, that should be a part of this story. You know, when I talk about reach one and teach one, my grandfather always said, when you get to a point that you can help someone else, it's your duty to do so. Miss Wills helped three people without even asking for anything. She, no one even know, knew her until I brought her up. I, I, I put this together because I wanted to make sure that she knew, how much he meant to me. We brought Mm -hmm. Tori on and spoken for Danielle and how much, and I know Chandler, Shao wanted to come on, but they're working. They give you your roses. You know, the reason why Deborah's part of this is is because you are the change. You are the change that the world needs to see. You don't drive by an accident. You stop and help, regardless of your, your schedule. You can be late for that meeting if you know you can help someone else. All right and I, I'm just saying if this world is going to be better all right if we're going to bring people together I'm going to tell you the air doesn't discriminate the earth doesn't discriminate the clouds don't discriminate this planet doesn't discriminate we are all joined we're all energy bring some of this good energy to the Wells Foundation
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right I'm, calling, it, you it, I'm mm-hmm. calling you out now I'm calling you out um Deborah, uh, Monique, I am so excited to have you guys on here. I know this show, when I created this, I wanted to find out the secrets to success if we all have uh, successful habits. And I'm showcasing 100 people to find out what their secrets, to see if there's a tie that binds. I know when I started my motivational speaking tour, I... I I took the top 12 speakers and I found out there were 23 adjectives that each of them spoke about. So there's a tie that binds. There's a a conversation that's always being had. The only difference between my conversation and Les Brown and Tony Robbins is location and the characters that play their roles in part of the story. They're all the same. Motivation is is real, real easy. Motivation is when God gives you a second chance, when your eyes open up. That's motivation. Purpose is when the right foot hits the floor and the left foot follows. And whatever conversation you have, that is your purpose in life, all right? Life does reward action. So with that said, um, Deborah, I'm gonna ask you, what is your keys, your secrets to success? It could be short, it could be long, and, and Dr. Wells, will we'll end with you with your secrets. And people, please take a pen and paper and make notes. Because these people are highly effective and efficient, successful people, not only in their professional lives, but in their personal lives also. And so with that said, let's sit back and watch the story unfold. Deborah, what's your secrets?
2: Um, One of my most profound motivators in life is listening to divine messages that keep me focused on why I was put on this planet And one of the biggest messages I've had throughout my life is the message of don't hoard your medicine. So whatever you are here to share as your story, whatever you are here to share as the gift for somebody else to know that their journey isn't one to be traveled alone, don't hoard that medicine. Don't get stuck in the analysis paralysis or imposter syndrome or who am I or what does it mean? Um, because that's medicine, that's medicine. It's salved to the soul, to somebody else to know that they're not alone in whatever experience they're having. And like we talked about earlier, we have to have a culture where we come together and we want to be able to make the world a better place. And the way that I have been able to stay focused on that, especially when days are hard as a caregiver, as all the challenges that can come up with life is to really look at everything that I do as being a joyful, yes. And what that means is that my actions are connected to ritual because ritual is attitude. So it's not solely a habit or routine. Everything that I say yes to is based off of a ritual aspect, whether it's gratitude, whether it's saying a prayer, whether it's being with my feet on the ground in nature, Uh, Whatever it is, I'm adding in something where my attitude is connected to something that is sacred so that I can stay sustainable, I can be resilient, and I can make sure that I do the work that is life-giving and legacy, because I'm not here to hoard my medicine.
0: I hope you took notes, because this is a masterclass on super achievers, highly effective super uh, achievers. So I said 100 we got 99 to, to go. Dr. Wells.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I approach life. So, first of all, I wholeheartedly agree with everything that Deb said. Um, we have to really tap into our gifts. We need to focus on not what's going on in the head, because the head, in our society, we have really sort of made the head, the brain space, king. And where we really need to be focusing is in our gut, our intuition, and in our heart. And we need our brain for sure, but we need the connection of all three. And we need this up and down, up and down, up and down all the time. And the hardest thing that I have had to learn is to not put the brain aside, but understand that operating from the brain only is not the best way to go forward in this life. Um, when my brain, when my thoughts are fed by what is in my gut and what is in my heart, what is in my soul, the brain functions better. And everything that I do as a result has a larger and more positive impact. So I need to have that time every day to keep that this channel open. So the first thing that I would say is that I need to, I need to, and I would encourage others to spend time just focusing within, whether that means meditating, whether it means walking in nature, however you do it, focus on what is within. Sharpen your listening skills with regard to what is within and bring that up into your brain and then translate that into action. And you will have just fantastic, phenomenal, phenomenal um, effect on the people in your community. The next thing that I would say is that um, there is really no need to push to get things to happen. I also am a recovering control freak, okay? And I came to realize several years ago that I control virtually nothing except my being. And so while I'm doing this, this channeling Um, and I am taking action, I have to understand that regardless of what I do, I have no control over what is happening out there. And as soon as I was able to surrender to this idea, I became ultimately peaceful and ultimately more powerful. So I have a saying, no struggle required, no need to rush nothing to prove. Just be who you are and do what you do and things will fall into place.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have an opportunity right now to say you are surrounded with like-minded people. When you listen to this podcast, you are one of those people with a high call to action. Again, I want you to go through your Rolodex. I want to go through your contacts and I want you to put Miss Wells in contact with someone they can have a conversation with, not just email or text back and forth with. That's someone that wants to make a difference in someone's life. If you talked about, you know, what you see on the six o'clock news, and you're concerned about it, and and say, how can you change? Change starts with you. Change starts with you getting in involved. Change starts with you connecting someone that can help this cause. I'm hoping to come back next year and have this this Wells Foundation, Wells International Foundation, to be something so big that everyone's screaming from the rooftop, every celebrity, every everyday person, you know, that's 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 part of this. I want to, you know, to bring back a couple of success stories and say, because of the Wells Foundation, my life has changed. I know if it had not been for Joe Russo and my football coaches, I would not be sitting here today. I would be one of those statistics behind bars or maybe in the grave itself. But someone gave me a chance. Someone taught me the gift of being part of a team. And I learned how to be a mighty teddy. I learned how to be a good human being. And I also, for my grandfather and my other mentors, learned how to be kind. And I learned how to give back. All right? I want you to look into your heart and your soul. I want you to think about what you just listened to. One more time, Mrs. Wells, how do we get in touch with you?
1: You can visit our website at wellsinternationalfoundation.org. You can write to me directly at wells@wellsinternationalfoundation.org, at And you can reach Deb at support at
0: And if you have a young man, a melanated person, someone that looks like us, all right, and you want, you want that person to have a fair shot at life, let him see the rest of the world. When the world opens up to you, you're allowed to dream. When you're surrounded by other people that's been where you are, and now look at where they're at, you're allowed to dream. And then you see your dream into reality. So if I've touched you, if Deborah has touched you, Mrs. Wells has touched you, Tori Ellis, she had someplace else to go and to thank you for um, showing up. If she has touched you with your story and if you're a person with a high call to action, remember my f- circle of friends, they don't drive by accidents, they stop and help. All right? We realize that time is the same time for everyone on this planet. It's what you do with it. It makes a difference. and Let's see what you do. Go to RMK Productions and Network on our YouTube page and subscribe and follow. You'll hear more stories like this of highly effective um, people and their secrets to their success. If you are someone that would like to get in touch with Dr. Wells or Deborah and wanna be part of this or have a child that should be a part of this, go to info at rmkproductions.org and reach out to me and I'll forward the information over to Deborah and Dr. Wells. As a matter of fact, I will tell you, each and every last person that donates to Dr. Wells, I will send you a copy of my latest book, The World Is Not Ready For You, and I will pay shipping and handling to you. And if you're on the East Coast, I will personally sign the book for you after you made your do- donation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And wow. Dr. Wells, I need to send you a copy of my book, and Deborah, I'll send you a copy so you'll so you'll read it. Um,
2: oh thank you we oh, really? would love that thank you so much Kevin yes thank you so
0: is is there anything that you would like Deborah for uh, our listeners to take away from this and I'll end with Dr Wells
2: um take away that you are part of something that's bigger than you and let that be the catalyst for how you move forward in the day. Um, So know that there's communities that care about you, know that there's communities that want to be able to celebrate you and collaborate with you and co-create with you. Um, And that's what community is all about. And so um, we're an email, Instagram, Text phone call away. Um, so you're not alone and let's let's make the world the the way that we would like it to be together.
0: And Dr. Wells.
1: Again, I echo Deb's sentiments. Um, I am just overwhelmed with the outpouring of of love and of support from you, Kevin. And I hope that your audience will embrace that and just get in touch. There are so many things that the Wells International Foundation is involved in. We talked about STEAM education today and we talked about travel and study abroad. We are also um, working in literacy. We are also working in the arts. We are also working in women's empowerment. And we mix and match all of those strategic focus areas in our various projects and programs. So there is just a wealth, excuse me. There is just a wealth of of information of opportunity with 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 the Wells International Foundation. And we are welcoming you with open arms. We have a saying, um, we are looking for your time, your talent, and your treasure. You can give one, you can give two, you can give all three. Just reach out and let us know what interests you. And I guarantee you will find a way to play together.
0: Three T's, your time, your, your treasure, What was the third T? Talent. Your talent. All right. Just remember that, the three T's. And again, um, I want to thank my listeners for riding with us and staying with us and supporting us for um, going into my third year. Dr. Wells, Deborah, there is always an open chair for you. I am always here. Anytime, just come back. Even if it's just to give us an update, um, my platform is yours. You can always have the mic. And um, thank you for being uh, just a good person. And my grandfather always said, when you get to a point in life where you can help someone else out, it is your duty to do so. He said, reach one, teach one. And with that said, I thank you and we'll fade to black and we're out.